0: Hello and welcome to the episode number 10 of Life of a Product Manager. My name is Luigi Liguoghi and I would like to say to you thank you because we are episode number 10, a milestone, a round number as I like to say, and you know, despite uh, my efforts and maybe some boring things, we are still here and we are together creating this journey. And this journey is a journey that is bringing us very far with uh, sometimes very easy arguments, sometimes with uh, less easy argument. but again, thanks to the thousands of people that every week are tuning to listen to us, to basically what we are streaming on different platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. So after this thank you moment, it's time to you know, give it and start to get you know, into this episode. This week has been the first week after my holidays. You probably know I mentioned about that during the episode number nine. So out of three points, one, it's about email for sure. The second things we're going to check, it's about the definition of time to value. And I'm going to tell you a little bit my experience this week and how you know few episodes made me think of, of the importance of this um, of this uh, sentence And last but not the least uh, the importance of being also a good negotiator everything of course it's about my experience and on what I've done this week let's start immediately with the first one the email part I think if I ask you now how many emails you have to read Probably in your personal email, if you're organized, you be around 100. If you're not organized, like me, at the moment, it's 3576. Most, most of these emails are probably around um, some newsletter or some companies trying to sell me the iPhone number 20,000 of my life, but others are a little bit more important. When it comes to the work uh, um, environment, probably when you come back from holidays, it depends how popular you are in the company, you are going to have a huge amount of email to read. In my case, I wrote down a number when I started Monday at 9am and I was at 645. Now it's Sunday, I'm recording roughly in the middle of the evening, I have still 38 emails to read. Receiving email is not a bad thing and also going on holiday knowing that uh, you know you may receive email is not, a bad, is not a bad thing but as a product manager I think it's key trying to be organized and here I just want to give you my tip on how you can get organized around your email very simple 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 what I'm saying now I'm, uh, my italian is kicking in um, very simply you you have to think about your mental schema and in my case I try always to divide the the different things into into multiple topics. First of all, there is always a list of VIP people. These are the emails that always have a high priority. You can create rules in Outlook, into Superhero, Mail, the tool you're using, there are always these possibilities. This is one thing to do. Define your VIP. The other important thing also is thinking about some rules, and generally I always try to activate cert- certain rules uh, regarding you know my Jira ticket uh, regarding uh, um, the different uh, you know. Uh, administrative work I have to do so they end up into a specific uh, into a specific folder and then they are the one based on the project I always try to instruct uh, my team that when I'm out of office they should mention clearly certain things into a subject such that it goes into an email because you know When you are on holiday, you should not check emails, but when you come back, you need to try to get um, up to speed with what happened in that week, in the two weeks, the time you were not there, and this is key, something key to do, and the rules can really help you a lot. Also, when you are on a business trip, most probably, it's important that um, you have also these rules because, yeah, you may be traveling, you may be having meetings with other clients, with other colleagues, and you arrived. uh, that's typically my experience, around 10, 10 10.30pm Somewhere, if you are in, um, if you are in the US, you may keep your um, your your sales online. If you are in Asia, you want to be very careful because people can hijack uh, your time, also in the middle of the night. And what you do, you you are trying to read what happened that day. If you had these rules, you can immediately prioritize and make it there. Uh, I think that uh, you know, for some people that are listening now, they will think about, okay, why we are listening to a guy giving us advices on how to structure emails. Other people may not know about that and, you know, every day can be a new journey. Topic number two that made a cut in my agenda this week its about time to value. I think we captured something like that maybe in episode, in episode number two or three of this podcast where we were discussing about... Um, releasing fast, learning faster. Um, here instead it's about what happened this week. I was having certain meetings, I cannot, of course disclose details. And one of the sentences that appeared many times was time to value. And then I, I thought about, okay, what does it mean as a parent manager getting you know time to value? And also as a company, what does it mean trying to reach as fast as possible you know value for what we're doing? Well for me as a product manager I think that um, most of the of the stories around um, like we said the other time it's around it's around getting my idea out in the um, out in the market and out in the field and start to get the first feedback this can be around an alpha beta or even a very small mvp but it's important because in the moment you start to see the appetite in the moment you start to Propose this feature to user and user are starting to 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 actually interact or use that feature specifically You are going not only to learn a lot, but you are going to first of all get back your ROI And you know sometimes in software companies specifically in, in companies that that uh, tends to do hardware and software It's very difficult looking at, at an ROI of uh, a, a of a product, specifically if it's a software one, because you may not have subscription, you may not have a paid model. So if you offer an app out in the in, in the App Store and Google Play Store for free, it's very difficult understanding. Okay, which is my ROI? Well, in this case, it's it, when you release something to markets, something there. You think that you know the ROI can only be monetized? No, it's about future. can be around feature consumption. But it's key trying to get as fast as possible to extract the value of what you're doing. So do not waste too much time in meaningful um, sorry, meaningless conversation, but try to have time spending um, spent spend on meaningful conversation with your team. Try to cut all the fat around the feature, try to get there as fast as possible. If you need to use a tool layer to be, try to get fast to try what you want to do. See if it works. If it does not work, pass to the next one. When I was at university, now probably seven or eight years ago, there was a professor that said this sentence. I don't think it was his sentence, but he said, fail fast. And learn faster. This was a course around startups but I think in this case could be applied and everything to get to your value, to reduce the time to value, it's something that it's definitely good to do and it's something that, as long as it does not impact your quality, it is something you need to bring forward. Think about that, but for me this was a an interesting conversation I had with, uh, with some of my colleagues this, uh, this, uh, this, this last week. And uh, I think it's ma- it can be very, um, let's say, uh, applicable also for uh, for you. The last point on my agenda, and I say this week we are a little bit short, but it's fine, it's around negotiation skills. You know, in a company specifically, if you're working in a multinational company, you may think that um, you know you as a product manager you don't need to be able to negotiate. I think that sure you may not be in the rumble in the Royal Rumble to to quote wrestling terms um, when you are with a supplier, but most probably, at least in my experience, I'm always together with my procurement team with my I would say with my procurement guy if he's listening to us we're just seeing great 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 guy to work with and I'm always with him in every meeting with the with the supplier because you know there can be some technical question that the supplier may ask there may be some uh, things that I need to be aware from a business perspective, but I um, I think it's always, you know, um, when specific, when you are in a mutational company, sometimes people think, oh, you don't need to be in this conversation or you don't need to have any kind of negotiation skill. I have to say that despite what people are saying, because I also was reading a little bit of opinions on different blogs and, and forums, I think that is completely wrong everyone needs some negotiation skills and everyone specifically if you are interacting with your product you need to be very close also to the negotiation part of your um, of your of your uh, tool of your service that you are trying to buy to extract value somehow it's connecting to the time to value but it's uh, it's another thing and th- this week um, last week uh, i had uh, the possibility to to be in a meeting uh, around uh, the review of um, of a certain contracts and uh, I have to say that uh, I've been amazed by how, you know, let me let me tell you a little bit of the story. We were discussing this contract and uh, there was of course me, the procurement team, few few people from Legal and also um, another another person in this room um, and in this room basically we were looking into different things and you know we were looking at that specific thing that specific contract for ages, really ages, and we were always looking, you know, it f- like looking from a keyhole, very small things, not broadened. This person came to the room and immediately start to ask questions. that In that moment, you know, I have the feeling that you know I was opening a window after, you know, in the room after no one was having any new fresh air. This question was such a. a an amount of fresh air to the room and they help us to see things from a completely different perspective and I'm quite sure that you know this has been probably one of the best things that would have happened for us. So try to, first of all, always get different opinions but try to have people that are, you know, that have seen multiple things, specifically in the negotiation part because of course, specifically in a big multinational company, there are people that overseas 10,000 of contract The one are key because they know all the ins and outs, but sometimes you need a certain group of people that oversees just the right amount of contract and They are able to connect the dots between this little amount to smooth to simplify to make sure that you know things can be unlocked and in the end you get to your um, value faster, you reduce your time to to value, and um, yeah, this was for me also an interesting moment to understand also how still, despite I have now six years uh, of um, of experience, how I still have to also learn more around the negotiation part, but also around uh, you know how to deal with um, with these big contracts in place. But it was such a great opportunity to be in this room to learn from uh, from the from I would say the best the, the best people I can find in the company at least in my in my in my in my business unit and, and see how they deal with those things um, and um, it was a great opportunity and you know it made me think and I and I thought that it was nice to share with you my point of view and um, I'm quite sure that uh, this uh, this contract will be definitely unlocked and um, we are going to get fast to the the next steps. Well, that's it this week. I kept you busy for roughly 13 minutes. Um, You are listening to Life of a Product Manager. That's episode number 10. It's also another interesting uh, moment because, uh, well, today is my 6th anniversary at Signify, formerly known as Philips Lighting, so I'm going to probably celebrate with some colleagues after work. And uh, well, as usual, if you like this episode, please share with your friend, if you didn't like it, please share with your enemy, as I always say, it will work anyway. We are going to come back, as usual, next Monday, 7 a.m. Sharp! Ciao!